guys, man. When did you guys load in? Monday. Because we had a bigger boot, so we had to do it Monday. Yeah, yeah. So we loaded it on Tuesday. Live? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hey again. <laughs> HTG is in the podcast, the temporary podcast studio at the Canadian Concrete Expo. Thank you for having us. Happening again. right now. It's good to have you. I miss Jonathan. Wouldn't I know he's busy. I know he's busy. You guys oh, have yeah. a lot of things going on at the booth over really? there. In Hall One? Hall three. Hall three. What number again? Three two oh one. Three two oh one. See, I got it written down right here. Uh how's the show been for you guys so it's far? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of people. people. A lot of people interested engage in the machines you know asking a lot of questions you know the boot is kind of standing out with the colors and everything so yeah we're happy i gotta i I gotta pass by again and i get a photo or something i'll see if i can sneak by there on our lunch break here i didn't even see you pass by i was waiting for yesterday this is the first trade show that i've (laughs) attended where i've never gone to the trade show i'm literally going from the door to the booth here to bathroom bathroom booth bathroom booth bathroom booth right because we just want to do a lot of shows yeah you should take a picture on the tank we have a contest going on today so What's, what are you in? So the contest is you take a picture of you on the tank and you post it up and we're going to w- pick up the winner today. So you can win $5,000 in diamond tooling. Can we rig it? Uh, can we rig it? We're on live, <laughs> money. We can't do that. <laughs> HTG North America. Get them at uh, HTGNorthAmerica.com. And on IG, it's at uh, HTG North America. Reach out to them. Your phone number, which is 514-531-1729. And you can pretty much, and their email is info at HTGNorthAmerica.com. Oh, yeah. Pretty much call you, and you could probably be in any part of the North American space. Exactly. All over Canada, all over the U.S., well, you know, if you call me for Vancouver, maybe I'll have a little delay. But, uh, you know, sometimes we have people calling us, calling to go to Halifax. And, you know, we just did it like three days after we're in Halifax. Always on the road, never in the air. <sighs> you know, we have to be on the road, man. There's no, because your machines are not small <laughs> enough. Like I joked about it on the I carry-on. Know, know. You can't carry them on, right? I don't think it would be a good idea. But the thing <laughs> is, your machines need to be the way they are to do the work that they need to do. That's why they're important that way, right? Exactly. But it would be funny to see them, you guys trying to get them down the aisle of the airplane to just... <laughs> <laughs> if we make it alive <laughs> with all that weight. <laughs> You're going through the metal detector. No, no. So so everyone's got a lot of questions. They're coming up to you. They're yeah. checking it out. Are yeah. they a little hesitant that it's too good to be true kind of thing? Like, remember how we talked on the show? Yes. I was impressed with what a lot of the machines can do. Yes. Um, are, same thing. Is that the same vibe? You're getting a lot of contractors, tradespeople coming out here, and they're like going, that, that's too good to be true. Honestly, uh, it's a bit the response we had. Yeah. Some people knew about the brand, but some people like, you know, they're like, oh, we never heard about this. So, like, you guys have a really nice booth. You have all the full lineup from Scarifies to Shot Blaster, Grinders, and, you know. But um, I think it's just about, you know, building up that trust and, you know, doing the live demo and, you know, answering the questions the right way yeah um but a lot of people right now we have a lot of appointments for demos um so we people are really engaged in the equipment because i think you know the market is open for a new player and i really think that's going to be us are you guys getting a lot of tradespeople specifically talking to you about upcoming projects this year saying this is what i've got i'm, I'm possibly going to get this i'm going to secure this job and then i need to pull this off is it possible to pull this off Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we had a lot of people ask for us for advice. Like we had a guy coming in. He's going to do a parking membrane. You know, he just did one a long time ago. He's not really used to it. Um, he has some some good equipment, but, you know, it has some years in it. So 
he asked some advice on what to do, how to do it, what can I do in square footage. So it's nice to have people like uh, even if we're a new company, see that you know we know what we're doing and ask for advice. And I think it's it's really nice. It's cool. Well, because it's good that you can see cause and effect. You got your machines that are going on. You're seeing different applications going on at job sites. You're getting tradespeople who care about their business and their brand. They're they're inviting more clients to come in here and try to pull off more projects. They want to start growing. Exactly. They need the right tools to continue to grow, right? Exactly. They want to just be prepared. That's construction. If you prepare yourself really well, then you'll you'll do the job really well. Exactly. Then you look good. Even our 21-inch, you know, people were looking at it for residential, smaller projects and everything. And they're like, oh, you can polish with it? I didn't know you can polish with a small machine like this because the competition doesn't have that in small units. But we do offer that. So, you know, they see, like, different possibilities with some equipment they would buy somewhere else, but you know, us, you can have the full package with it. What's the technology? Why is it that you can actually do it polishing and the grinding on the same machine? You guys have designed it that way. Well, the only thing you need is to be able to move the heads uh, clockwise and counterclockwise. That's it. That's it. So it's just really an option you need to put in the machine, but some of the competition, they just put it on uh, more expensive equipment, you know. But the reality is, you know, a lot of people are starting to want in residential, this and that, so you know, you have to bring up a big generator, or big equipment, you know, R550 is, it's a 21 inch grinder that weighs almost 600 pounds. It weighs 600 pounds, but what's nice about it is that you can have it in two parts. So if you need to do a basement or whatever, you can detach it and it becomes really easy to... It's a transformer. What do you say? It's a transformer. Transformer. Really? Yeah, really. You can split it into two. Yeah, it's two pins and you deplug the, the motor and you're done. I didn't know that. You guys didn't mention that on the other show. We talk about a lot of stuff. No, I just, because <laughs> really, so you can yeah. do, but nobody else is doing that on the market. Uh, there is some some equipment you can detach. Okay, um, I recall that yes, but us the 18 inch and the 21 inch, you you have that option. But over that, it's it's too big equipment. You you can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's you know it's easier for the contractor, you know it's. Uh, more versatile for him. He can do residential jobs, light commercial, whatever you need. You know. So. And I know you guys talked about the shop blaster was going to be at the, the booth here, right? Yeah. Right now we have the 20 inch in the booth. Okay. And then what demonstrations are you guys doing there? We're not doing any demos no, okay. here uh, at the show. No, wait. On the last show, you said that you'll be able to grind the. Uh, That's what we thought. Okay. But, uh, honestly, they uh, won't let you. The boot is too small to, to, do, to that. do anything. Just yeah. lift up the carpet a little bit and just. <laughs> we have a thirty by thirty, and it came up a bit small to do demos. So oh, next really? year, I'll, hopefully, I'll be bigger. It'll be bigger, and we can do that. But yeah, the floor was kind of beat up over there. We said, I said to Jonathan, we should try to. We don't need the carpet. We just fix the concrete. Why don't we just polish this? You yeah, know? we just polish it. That's what I figured. We can add value to the building. Why not? <laughs> but in just that one area, though, that's it. Then they'll I actually know. ask you to come back and do the whole building. Yeah, and we'll refer one of their contractors we met today. Yeah, you might could. <laughs> do it, man. Was it a different group of people in the? Because you guys were at World of Concrete as well, too, right? So was it a different group of people down there than it was here? Well, actually, we met a lot of uh, people that we saw from Canada. They were coming down to W. The, the, okay. Vegas, yeah. we saw them back again here, you know, so. I tell you, there's love for concrete, man. Like, tradespeople, there's a love for concrete. Yeah, and I've been talking to a lot of people that do um, other stuff involving concrete, but not floor prep. And a lot of, lot of contractors were asking about advice. You know, I want to get into polishing game. I want to diversify my business. So it's really nice to have that, uh, see how people are open to do new things and, and learn and grow their business, you know. And we have the High Tech Academy coming in. Like we talked on the podcast, yeah, yeah. So when we talk to customers about that, you know, it's just they're like really interested. Like, man, I'm starting a new stuff, and I can partner with a company that's gonna back me up, and they're giving me advice on how to grow my business and diversify the trade that I do. That's what contractors want, though. Yeah. Eh? They want that from all their suppliers. They want that 
you guys care feeling. Exactly. You know what I mean? You guys create a product. It does really well. If there's ever a problem, we'll take care of it for you. We'll work with you exactly. and we'll keep your business going and we'll keep the work going. Exactly. That's what that's what every contractor wants. Exactly. From and it's, I love that that's the culture that you guys are building, man. Yeah. Too. And we do rentals as well. So when you talk to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, you do rentals, you know, because some people, they're like, we never heard about your equipment. It looks good. But like you said, is, Let's it try. Too, is it too good to be through? So I always like to say, but if you want, you can just rent it and we'll still go on the job site. We'll still show you. Renting it from whom? Or from us. From you guys directly? Yeah. For really? Now we do it direct. So if I'm in, I don't know, pick a city. If I'm in what, uh, just outside of Toronto or something like that. Well, right now we rented, uh, we rented in Toronto. We rented in Windsor, and we're going to rent in Halifax uh, in uh, in spring. Is it more cost effective to rent it to, to get used to it to see if you want to dive into this section of the business where you're like, let me see if I want to expand my business before committing to buying the machine. I think it's a good thing. It to makes try, sense. You know? Yeah. Like we had a guy. He's going to do a parking membrane. He not really used to it. We talked about the renting part and it seemed interesting to him because, you know, before spending that, you know, 30, 40, 50,000, you're like, I'm going to rent it out, reduce my cost, test it, see how it feels. You know, and then we'll just be in love. He's going to buy it. You know what? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he will be, right? So it, it, it doesn't hurt you as a contractor, eh? Not at all. Because now you don't like, okay, you guys are presenting what the machines are all about. It's really good machinery. And all of a sudden you start, let me give it a try. I do a job, you realize how easy it was because you hear the horror stories of how to do it that it doesn't go well, but then it goes well. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm going to get another job, so let me do another one. Let me do another one. Let me yeah, do another you, one. You built up the trust. You have trust in your equipment. Yeah. You see, okay, I did this really fast. I went really well. It was smooth. The guys helped me out. So. I like the idea of renting it. You guys never even mentioned that on the other show. I, I think we said it. Did you guys mention briefly? It? Brief, but, but we didn't dive into it the way we're diving no, into it right now. We talk about so much stuff. There. No, <laughs> I know because there's so much that's going on, right? Yeah. So it's like okay, and then what else you guys got going on at the booth there? But, but we felt that as we're a new comp, like new company in the market here in Canada, it was important to give that option to the customer because if I it's put, smart, I put my I put myself in the shoes of the customer. He, he, it looks like you said maybe too good to be too. I don't know the brand, so why not try to spend a couple thousand, rented it out, doing the job, having it done, and you know, build that trust. So, so I, yeah, I I like it a lot, and it, it also what it does is it just starts to build that trust between you and the contractor, the business and the the supplier and the contractor. So what we try to think when we do stuff, honestly, is we try to put ourselves at, in the place that the customer is right now. How would I see it if I was a client? We are a client in everything we do in life. You know what I mean, but. Uh, how would I see it? How would I feel better? How would I feel like I can trust the process and everything? So I felt that that was really an important part of it. So that's what we're trying to do. And you've always done the rental? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, since the beginning, we've done the rental. So, And it's good because, you know, sometimes you can see, uh, you know, maybe we need to improve this or, you know, this pin is not the right pin or, you know, like we had a small scarifier and yeah. uh, we had a problem with the barrel and just realized that the barrel, the shaft wasn't, the right the right stuff we need to do so we improve the shaft so i think it's a good way to do research and development too so you know hearing out the customer hearing out the reviews so so yeah i think all around it's positive Guillermo, what's the basic difference between a scarifier and a grinder so uh the grinder you're gonna do floor preparation with it yes okay you're gonna you know profile let's say before you do an application or something like that yes a scarifier is really when you want to correct the floor Okay, so do you it wanna, bites into the concrete more. You no, know, you're gonna crush it. Yes, you know, so uh, that's that's the point. If you want to lower the floor, you know, if you need to dig in like one millimeter, two millimeter, four millimeters, 
uh, or more, you're not going to do that with a grinder. So it's no. basically when you need to correct the floor, uh, lower it down, to, to and then grind, you know. Yeah, so I was going to say, so basically you can get to the point where you, like, scarify the floor, get it all perfectly level, grind it to get it smooth, then polish it to get it finished. Exactly. And you guys basically have all the machines to do all of that. Exactly. So we had a customer, he had this job, he scarified before because he needed to correct, he scarified, then he went with the grinder, and, you know, it all went into pieces, take it off, then grind, you get the profile, and do what you got to do. And then he polished it. No, yeah, he, he, yeah, he did a, a it was a finish. It was a finished concrete? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's interesting. And you can do any, I, I remember the sizes that you were sharing that you can go from any size, all the units, the different machines, so scarifying from grinding to polishing, what size blades are we talking about, like areas from the so, scarifying wise? So scarifying wise, we have, uh, right now we have the 10 inch. Yeah. It's a 10 inch, that's only a scarifier. And we have the bigger, the bigger one, that's the CS320, that one uh, you give the 12, 12 and a half inch. Okay. And that one comes with two barrels. So you have the, the saw blades to shave. Yeah. And you have the, the scarifier barrel to scarify. And right now we're going to have a new one that's going to be uh, two feet. 24 inches. 24 inches. Scarifier. Yeah. And shaver. Man. Is it loud? loud yeah it's loud, it's loud. Uh, on, on, on the scarifying it's it's really loud well because you're taking a hard substance and you're chipping away at a hard substance yeah i think we talked about it on the podcast yeah, so, yeah. you know the machine weighs almost a thousand pounds so it can even damage structure if you're doing it on yeah on you guys were mentioning that i remember, I remember that, that. So it's not the kind of machine you want to turn over before 7 a.m you want to wait until 7 a.m <laughs> yeah. before you get a fine from the city a right? lot of people's work with it at night you know on the weekend Oh, yeah, in the, in the commercial know. areas, right? Yeah, so then exactly. the residential people are not around yeah. there. But, but, you know, we, we have that one, uh, that one shaver. We're working on it. I think we talked about it on the podcast. So yeah. the next one is gonna, we're working on it so it can come with a, a laser. That's right. You mentioned the laser. We thing, talked about uh, that. Which I totally thought was cool. Because yeah. now you can actually read the whole floor and get a sense of everything. Exactly. Exactly. Is the laser, is it belong to you guys? HTG is designing the laser as well, too? Yeah, exactly. Holy, you guys are designing it as well, eh? Yeah. That's impressive. Of, yeah, the engineers, man, they're putting a lot of work into this. And black and red? Black and red. <laughs> you know how it is. But honestly, yeah, a lot of people, that's what we taught. They see the brand and they're like, man, this is like, it, it talks to me, you know. It, it looks badass. It looks like. It, looks, it like, looks like it could do the job. You know what I mean? Without me spending all the hard work and I take all the credit. Well, there's going to be some hard work, that's for so sure. There's going to be a little bit of hard work, <laughs> but HCG is going to do most of the work. And then I'm going to take all the credit for doing the work. And then I'll look good, but the machine did everything. That's what we want. But that's construction. That's it. Everyone takes credit for all the machines that do all the good work for them. Yeah. Well, machines don't have a voice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't going to make it a voice activated one. No, you know, you have the remote versions as well too. But remote version. But yeah. voice, voice is going to be probably one thing one day. I don't know. You never know. You never know. You'll be talking to it. Oof, now you guys have to come up wild. with names for the machines at that point, so then the guys could talk to the, the machines and. Adjust them by name, right? You can choose your name. That's going to be a different kind of construction <laughs> world, eh? But that would be kind of cool that because the remote grows from there, the machine goes from there. One thing we're, we're working on, um, uh, well, you know, I already said it, so I'm going to say it. Um, it's going to be out, I think, within the next year or maybe year and a half, but uh, we're really working on it right now. It's an app for the contractors, so it's going to be... Yeah, you mentioned that. We talked about it a bit. I think you mentioned it because of the remote, right? So it's like the... 
you can you can read the machine. Yeah, but so let's say you're, you're the contractor and you have uh, four or five units, okay? So in the app, you're going to be able to see, uh, okay, my four units. So I know this unit was on that job site and yeah. the, the, the other two were on another job site. And you can see, you're going to be able to see how much time they ran on each job site, um, what was going on, how much time did it stop, this and that. So it can really give out all the information to the contractor to build data and say, look, I did this job. I only had uh, one machine there and did one, this one. I had two machines, kind of the same job. That one was more efficient. Why? It ran six hours. It ran three hmm. hours. You know what I mean? So That's you, launching later on this year? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be this year, but for sure it's going to be... Uh, I think uh, maybe 25, but uh, it's really coming. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because then also it could help you with maintenance as well, too. Like exactly. to, to keep a, an eye on what machine's doing, exactly. how much time is being spent. You can see your hours, yeah. you know, around 250, you have your first service, you know, for the oil change. How do they normally do it? A contractor just looks at the machine wondering who's cleaner. That's the one that's been used less, right? That's yeah. not how the way no, to do it, right? No, you just see the hours on the clock. And yeah. You know. But uh, I think uh, that's, a, that's a good option for the customers. Uh, that's a great option, yeah. man. Yeah. I like that a lot. You guys got to roll it up faster. How do you guys roll it up faster? What do you mean? Get it out to the market sooner. Well, we just want it to be like super efficient. Perfect. And, and we're trying to see what other options can we put into it. And, you know, so we want it to be friendly, user friendly too. So uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. That's a good idea. I like that one yeah. a lot. So the engineers are constantly coming up with that. Oh, yeah. And then they're also probably thinking new machines as well too. They're really hard on the... Uh, on R&D, research yeah. and development. They really work a lot on that, so really can't complain. Like right now, we have the Blaster 10-inch, 20-inch, but um, in spring, summer, we're going to have the 36-inch. Holy man. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, and uh, they're all battery-powered, so you know you don't have to push them around on the job site. When I was talking to the guys, because Bla Blast Truck used to do a, a big like that too, Yeah. but no batteries, man. You have to push it around, so if you have a ramp or something... Uh, That's difficult. Yeah. And then everything is still made in, in Montreal there in Quebec. It's assembled. Yeah, it's us. all assembled there, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, which is great. So it all comes out from there. And then exactly. the U.S., it goes all over Canada. And, and then also you guys are going to Europe as well, too. We service out of Montreal and Toronto for Canada. And, uh, yeah, we've been doing some sales, too, in, in Europe. So, What countries do you know offhand? Uh, Spain, Italy, uh, Sweden has bought some, too. Germany too. Yeah, these are big concrete companies, uh, con concrete countries. Yeah, but I was talking that World Concrete uh, so, to a few contractors over there, and they were explaining to me how the market is totally different over there. In uh, what way? In, um, I think the the budgets on the jobs, the budget on the jobs. Uh, smaller or higher? Smaller. 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 They're not going to polish that much. Uh, they were talking to me sometimes. Even the the sealer process is really not the same than here. Hmm. You know, I didn't get in too much details with them about that, but uh, I just can really tell the market is different. It's interesting. Yeah. Anything else you want to share before we get wrapping it up and you get back there? And I want to pass by and take a look at the booth as well, too. I'll be waiting for you guys. I'll pass by. I want to take a picture there. There's a contest going on, right? Yeah, so. yeah. We're going to pick the winners at 1. At 1 o'clock? 1 o'clock. So that means I got to get to you before that. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, man, I just want to thank everyone that came to the booth. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, really happy to see the customers engage and asking so many questions. Yeah. If you need anything, guys, just reach out to us and uh, we'll go out there. We'll do the demo with you. And, you know, just ask the question, guys. Honestly, just keep on asking questions. These guys it. have the answers. They'll find them. They'll tell you. That's they'll it. educate you. And guess what? Your business will be better. It'll do better.
Well said, Manny. That's it. As soon as that. <laughs> Always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Again, you, check man. them out, HTG North America uh, at HTGNorthAmerica.com and also on IG, HTG North America. Booth number, again, is 3201 in Hall 3. Massive booth, 30 by 30 there. Uh, all the way until the end of today, which is until 3 o'clock. And then, exactly. everyone, then, the, then the gypsy action starts and everyone's going to start <laughs> di- tearing down all kinds oh, of yeah. stuff. And then reach you if you have any questions or they're curious about it for the rentals or whatever, 514-531-1729. And also at info at htgnorthamerica.com. Get on, man. Thanks so much, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. All right. Thanks. We're out of here.